you want to be hardcore, you want to be extreme, well, if you're like the Sandman, then you're listening to the podcast Drunk Wrestling History, dudes, and please be drunk when you hear it. I kept Kleenex in business in the late 90s. Mike Awesome might have fucked Tanaka's wife. But just say no to this pay-per-view. Wait, were you making a death joke? Told you we should have gone to the donkey show. Stop choking yourself. It's either death or defecation. Woo! What's up, Drunk Marks, Drunk Marquettes, and Necrophiliacs? Welcome to this... (laughs) Welcome to this week's episode of 205 Jive. I'm Adam, your designated host, and of course, we got the Drunk Wrestling Historians. Uh, I fucked you up there, didn't I? Go ahead, go ahead, Scott. Dude, that was like a little taint tickle right off the bat, there, wasn't it? Oh man, Adam, Adam, very nice. Shit his pants, dive in and swim. Uh, this is Eddie. Step up, I'm doing the hump. And this is Scott educating the masses one what drink the, at a time. What do you think the odds are we do actually have necrophiliac listeners? Like one. Um. I think they're pretty good, actually. <laughs> At least one. I mean, we represent so many different countries and so many different types of people. There's got to be a one out up there show, man. that like sees a. It really is. It like sees a corpse, and they're like, "Dude, there's can't a fetish no. for everyone." As long as long yeah, as you true. practice Very true. in a private manner, in a safe manner, in a consentful manner. I don't know if that one counts, but but you know, no such thing as consent with where we're about to talk about. Uh, pretty much. Well, there's no saying no either. Jeez. Right. right. Exactly. Okay. Let's just. You, let's, you got let's, you got drinks in hand. I got drinks in hand. Let's. I do. Let's do this. Let's take this. Uh, let's uh, call this a. Uh, like this is in October, so I would say around the start of a fall season. Let's call this a four-part mini-series taking place in the year of our Lord, or no lack thereof, 2002. The infamous story of Katie Vick. Yeah, and Adam, that was a hell of an intro, and oh, it, 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 it's, wow. it's all uphill from here. Yes, uh, this starts off with, with Raw Roulette. On October 7th, 2002, at the Thomas and Mack Center at UNLV. So Bischoff has set up a wheel of so many match stipulations. That was actually a real, like, minus uh, the revelation at the end of this. That was a crazy-ass episode. I remembered thinking, I remembered this episode of Raw. Totally forgot that this is where this angle started. And... For, well, 19 years, I remember thinking, like, that was a cool concept for Raw. Um, So it was actually kind of cool, like, researching this. And I was like, oh, it was that episode. So, like, then I went back and watched it. I was like, that was pretty fun. You know, it was a good show. Um, But what a crazy-ass angle. And um, do either of you want to guess? (laughs) So I did something right before um, watching this. Do either of you want to guess what I did right before before I watched this? Uh, you watched a YouTube no. video. 
Uh, you, mm. you and Carissa mm. were at Macy's, saw a mannequin, and said, "Oh, episode idea." <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I buried a dead rat in my front yard right before watching this. Well, my next guess was you put a TV in your. No, head. I would never do that. <laughs> Thanks for trampling it. Yeah. I didn't yeah, like get I literally guess. like buried a dead body right before watching this. Um, which I, as I'm, I'm in the front yard with a shovel digging it. I'm like, irony. Wow. I'm like, this is kind of funny because when this is over, I'm going back inside to watch the Katie Vick necrophilia <laughs> stuff. <laughs> You're like, okay, so now how do I dig this rat yeah. back up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, so Kane and Triple H been feuding and then Triple H took out Hurricane before because it was like a Triple H and or it was a Kane and Triple H match on Raw Roulette, right? Is that what it was, Adam? Uh I oh shoot, I didn't even mark that match down. I would I would okay. I would think so. Cause yeah, they're they're involved. I was Okay, so basically so Triple H ends up he's <laughs> he talks about how Kane is happy because I think he and Hurricane were tag team champions. Yes. Yes, they were. And then I he think says so, yes. he, then he talks about how happy Katie Vick is, which is weird. And then he says, by the way, Kane killed her 10 years ago. And then the show goes off the air. That's the end of the show. So the next week, Kane's all fucked up over it. Like, oh, shit, this dude fucking revealed my secret. And they end up losing the tag team championships because Kane's just like out of his mind taunting he he leaves Hurricane in the ring and also fun fact you're right it's uh, Chris Jericho and Christian they've only been a tag team for um shoot okay okay that that this fact isn't fun that that previous match or that previous week it was a four-way TLC match. They took out Hurricane. Kane had to go it alone. A- after Kane wins it, Triple H comes out, makes the revelation. Following week, uh, yeah, it is that tag team match. That's what it was. It's that tag team match with Jericho and Christian. They win because Kane abandoned Hurricane, went after Triple H. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So Kane comes out the next week. Terry tells him, Terry of all people, who explains that she's friends with Kane. Um, Interesting. <laughs> she tells Kane to come clean. You know, so Kane comes out and he explains that he was at a party with Katie Vick. And he drove her home in her own car because she got drunk. He swerved to miss an animal. Doesn't say what kind of animal. And he crashes. Now, the... Th- Immediately, this is unbelievable because Kane went to a fucking party in high school. I didn't even get to a fucking invited to any parties in high school. This motherfucker did. <laughs> His face is all burned. <laughs> yeah, this kid who kiddos, killed his parents. Right, right. He's just yeah, he would have been like buddies. the weirdest yeah. kid in high school, and he's going to a party where people right, are drinking. Right. Um. But then, tri- so Katie dies in the car crash. Then Triple H comes out and he's like, "Well, you know, Kane." Word on the street is you were drinking too, and the cops found empty beer cans in the car. And the whole thing is just really bizarre. <laughs> I just... Oh, but that's not the most bizarre part. It gets fucking oh, yeah, weird. Yeah, that that's just week two. <laughs> so week three rolls mm-hmm. around, and we are treated to a skit of Triple H 
Entering a funeral room, or if, where they basically have a casket and a body inside of it, is Triple H wearing a cane mask with a Katie Vick mannequin inside Cheerleader the attire. casket. Yes. Climbs inside the casket. Well, first you see him stripped down to his skivvies. Then he gets inside the casket, and he bangs it. Now, what did you think? So I told you, I told you to make sure to watch this uh, on. A, it's not on Pacock, but it's on YouTube. I told you to make sure to watch it, right? Because I had not seen this since 2002. Um, so I wanted to get your perspective on it. You know, 19 years later, what did you think of this? Uh, banging the brains right. out was. <laughs> God damn it. Who wrote this shit? I mean, come on. Who? What perverted mind? Like Rob Zombie hasn't even done shit like this in his films. But somebody on the WWE creative had this in their head and actually got two of the top guys in the company, Triple H and Kane, not to mention Ric Flair, involved in this bullshit. That they actually filmed a skit at a funeral home with Triple H banging a mannequin in a couch. It's a quote. What? Oh my yeah, god, I, it happened. I s- screwed your brains out and then un- chucks it at the camera. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, like, so this was the first time I'd seen it since back then. And back back then, I I actually really liked this angle. Shocking. Like, I know I might be fucked up. Yeah. But I thought it was cool, you know? Like, I liked it. But going back a couple weeks ago, I'm watching the, the sex tape with Kane and uh, Katie Vick. I didn't like it as much as I did before. And then I kind of realized I just, you know what? I'm not into soft porn as much as I used to be back then. Right. I couldn't even finish to this dude. I tried. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I mean, I felt the same way. Like I could finish it. I could finish to the Zapruder film, (laughs) but this just didn't do it for me. You know? And I was like, well, this was back in the days of Skinamax where I didn't have to actually see penetration, but, you know, the internet changed everything. But this video showed way more brains, so maybe that's where the holdup was for you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Actually, uh, (laughs) I'm being silly, but uh, to be real, like, it was actually much more dark than I remembered it being, because, like, Triple H as Kane was, like, she was talking to him. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, no, man, he's, like, schizophrenic. Like, this is the guy who's mentally ill who's doing this. And then I'm like, well, that makes sense. Like, a necrophiliac pro- probably would have some kind of weird mental illness. So, it was kind of got, like, as fucking crazy and weird in the wrestling world as it is. It was actually, <laughs> I felt it was actually kind of realistic. <laughs> I just want to know who who had this idea. Russo. Well, he was gone already, wasn't he? Oh, if it wasn't Russo. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Because somebody would have had to have had the idea. And then a writer has to put it on paper for Triple H and Kane to to read their parts, you know? Well, okay. So the story I heard was that originally they, they had mentioned, and I forget when it was, but they had mentioned Katie Vick before the Kane stuff happened. And Pritchard claims that the idea was they were going to bring in Sick Boy. Right. And he was going to be Katie Vick's brother. But Sick Boy, like after having mentioned her on TV, Sick Boy had worked some dark matches or house shows and just sucked. Okay. So they just abandoned that whole concept. They were like, no, we can't bring Sick Boy in because he's like 
Nathan Jones level. Oh. Um, but they were like, but Pritchard was like, well, we had already mentioned her, so we had to do something. Well, that something was she's dead and Kane fucks her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that doesn't make any sense. And it, like, if they had just like never mentioned her again, it would have been far from the last, the first time that WWE had just like blown off an angle. You know, yeah, cut bait immediately because obviously it sucks. I don't think the crowd was exactly responding well to it. It didn't seem like Kane was overly invested in it either, especially when he was trying to explain the accident. It seemed like he was just kind of like completely disinterested. So I don't even think he was into it. I mean, Triple H is going to do what Triple H is told, but like, dude, this was this was shit show. Well, during the sex tape, like the crowd was laughing. And they were like, they were cheering, you know what I mean? Like it did not work out at all because it was still, because it's 2002, but it's still the Attitude Era crowd. So like. Oh, it's true. Yeah. Like, right. (laughs) So say like the average person in the crowd was my age. They would have been 20, like three. Like I was saying, like, I liked this when it happened. So the crowd was the same as me. They were like, they're cheering for it. It just completely fucking backfired on them. Like Triple H came out as a baby face. Yeah. How does that happen? Like, considering everything mm-hmm. that went down, like, screws a mannequin's brains out, like, and he comes out the baby face. He's the baby face. Yeah, and then, like, to make matters worse, the next week, Kane stuffs him in the trunk of the car, takes him, tells him that he's going to screw his brains out, and then takes him for a ride. So now Kane's acting like a heel. He's kidnapping a guy. Exactly. So it just, everything about it was just completely backwards. <laughs> Right, and then at some point, Hurricane comes out, and there's a video of somebody with a Triple H mask on in the hospital. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So, also, uh, re- really quick, uh, on that uh, on that third week on the episode when they do show the tape. So, he's with Coach. He just starts laughing his ass off. Uh, early, he loves it. Earlier in that episode, <laughs> he does love it. Earlier in that episode, uh, there was a number one contender match for the tag titles: Lance Storm and Regal versus Bubba and Spike Dudley. Jar and King are talking about uh, like uh, speculating what Triple H is going to reveal on the tape. Jr. tells him, uh, tells King to, "You need to drop it seriously. You are inappropriate." King wants to ask if she was a hot number. <laughs> and so JR was just not having it story-wise. And then he now G- go on, go on. Adam. And that takes us uh, to week 4. Okay. Before we get to week 4, so after they show the sex tape, do you remember what the next segment was on SmackDown? So we come out of the sex tape, Triple H is like making a dick joke with coach, we go to commercial. Do you remember what was the first thing back from commercial? No. What does everybody want? <laughs> Head. Excellent. They went straight into Al Snow with Head. Beautiful. That was totally by design. <laughs> what a segue. <laughs> I, I mean, it fucking had to be, dude. Wow. <laughs> also, like, I think we skipped over um, Kane uh, smelled Katie Vick's underwear. Oh. <laughs> And he said, I love the smell of formaldehyde. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and the crowd the crowd popped huge for that. And I was like, I really was wondering if they potted the mics up, you know, just to get, like, sweetened it a little bit. Um, <laughs> also, like, they buried Katie Vick in her full cheerleader gimmick. Right. Which was, which was interesting. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, let's get into the following week. Starts off with Triple H heading to the ring. 
there is a casket outside of the ring uh of all like why bring it out there sure triple h says let's give a warm welcome to a cold body (laughs) and there she is (laughs) yeah and that was sort of the end of it right after that all right so pretty much uh brings her out uh like the way that the hands are falling off uh when he uh when triple h puts it on the aprons like whoa katie easy there and then oh yeah, your hand falls off like the zombies in three <laughs> <Pretty> much, <yeah. laughs> prop prop uh props katie vick up uh on his lap it's like uh, well, hey what'd you think about all this and like, he does like a ventriloquist act. <laughs> uh, the most horrendous uh, ventriloquist act. And, and then uh, he goes, Hey, listen, if you were offended by anything that I've uh, said or done lately, I don't give a damn. I'm going to do what I want. And and then <laughs> shows up, the, the hurricane shows up, and then we get the next video. <laughs> so And then this is where it gets weird. Oh, yeah, this is the weird part. Yeah, this is the weird part. <laughs> All right, so Hurricane uh, says that he claims that he found a secret video of Triple H after escaping uh, after escaping the car. There had to be some operational extractions taking place. It looked... I can't tell if it was Hurricane wearing the mask, but it was... And it was really... Production-wise, really cool how they were able to change the faces out it was triple h's face uh on a on a board as a mask as uh as the patient (laughs) uh three people are extracting shit out of quote-unquote triple h's ass in order we have a sledgehammer the multiple connecting handkerchiefs a a hand a squirrel a gear shift a steering wheel (laughs) And Triple H's head. And wow. So, yeah, so so one thing we skipped was the week after the actual sex tape, they had to apologize on the website for doing this. They got so many complaints, and I don't <laughs> oh, even know how shit. you would complain back then. There was no social media back then. I guess people called Spike. Called or emailed I guess it, and they yeah. yeah so they put an apology on the website and were like sorry we got carried away so instead of just abandoning it all together they turn it into a fucking comedy act where they're taking st- things out of Triple H's bottom hole <laughs> <laughs> it was that Eddie Murphy song <laughs> yeah right yeah but it was things coming out instead of things going in yeah 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 so during it like Triple H is, he's still out there with he's still out there with Katie yeah. right and then he and then he beats her up. So now he's desecrating a corpse. <laughs> and that I also had a teenage corpse. Keep a that teenage in mind. corpse. So yeah, he starts doing the Shayna Baszler thing. Uh, grabs by the legs and just starts swinging, uh, swinging them uh, up against the surface. In this case, the yeah, steel steps. Yeah. Still safer than wrestling Nia. Yeah. Still. <laughs> and then the wig comes off. The mannequin's actually a dude. Ugh. Oh, I've totally forgot about yeah. that. Ugh. Yeah, and, that, and then they—that was sort of the end of it because they—he ends up having a casket match with Kane. HBK comes out of the casket, super kicks Triple H, and that sets up 
Triple H and HBK, and that's the end of the angle. They just, like, shut it down, but, like, they could have shut it down without all the butthole stuff. (laughs) It didn't need to happen at all, dude. And, by the way, they did that, like, two years later with Jim Ross's butthole. (laughs) I'm sensing a theme. (laughs) They seem to love something in particular. Yeah, like, Vince, like, man, Vince McMahon would love this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's nothing but potty humor. <laughs> um, so good shit, when I pal. was looking, so when I <laughs> so when I was researching this, I listened to um, Pritchard's podcast because um, he did an episode where they talked about this. Now he says that he wanted to do this as a comedy thing, and he specifically said like like a Monty Python thing. And I was like, you can't do this as a Monty Python comp. There's no funny way to do a sex tape with the dead cheerleader. I don't think. I mean, I don't think there's a way you can make it funny. Vince is like, hold Uh, my beer, damn it. Yeah. And I mean, definitely Monty Python would never do something this ridiculous. Right. Um, But he said that Vince wanted to shoot it as like a serious thing. And he said he and Triple H argued with Vince all day about it. And... um, Finally, Vince said, fine, we'll shoot it both ways. We'll shoot it as a serious thing, and we'll shoot it as a comedy thing, but we'll do the serious thing first. And they shot the serious thing, and then Vince said, good, we're go- we're done. We're going home. And that was it. <laughs> He's the boss. I'm fucking calling bullshit. There is no way in hell, everything I've ever heard and known about Tom Pritchard, um, he, not Tom Pritchard, what the fuck's his name? Bruce Pritchard. What's his first name? Bruce Pritchard. Everything I've ever heard about that dude is he all he does is fucking put Vince's balls in his mouth. He did not try to talk him out of doing this shit all day. That's the way I feel about that. Then he says that he and Kevin Dunn tried to get Vince to pull it from the show after it was shot. And um, Vince wouldn't do it. I don't believe that shit either. I think, I think this is Pritchard covering his own ass. So... Do you think that this was Vince's call from the jump, though? Like, he wanted to do absolutely. this and they just I didn't? Think it was, yeah. I, I mean, it was absolutely Vince's call, yeah. But I'm just saying, I think Pritchard is trying to rewrite history and say he was against it at the time. And I don't believe that at all. I don't think that he argued with Vince about it. Yeah, he just went along with it. I totally think he does. Now, Triple H, maybe. But Pritchard, no. And fucking, I don't think Kevin Dunn uh, tried to argue with Vince about it either. I think those two guys both will do whatever the fuck Vince wants. And that, and it's Pritchard trying to fucking, you know, change change history. Well, they can't always be winners, right? That's true. Yeah. Now, um, the funniest part of this whole thing is I don't know if I showed this to you, but um, what the fuck's the guy's name? Conrad does the uh, what's that thing called? Starcast. Yes. And he had a Katie Vick in a coffin, and. If I did not show this picture to you, do you want to guess who posed with her? Would I want to guess what? Do you want to guess who posed with dead Katie Vick in the coffin at StarCast? A wrestler. Um, Darby Allen. Way, way funnier considering this person's uh, recent history. James Ellsworth. Joey fucking Ryan. Jo- oh, man. <laughs> Oh, dude. Is, how fucking funny is that? Joey Ryan <laughs> took a picture smiling next to dead Katie Vick. Wow. Yeah. That yeah. didn't age well. 
No, no, no. That ain't like fucking shellfish, man. <laughs> oh my god. That ain't that age like Heather Brook. <laughs> All right. So I'm trying to yeah. look into some elements why they went into this. I mean, not as detailed, but trend wise. Because they're fucking insane. Oh, yeah. Pretty much. So Raw, it, like, the network has changed into TNN, really taking a masculine angle. I think it. I want to say by the end of that year or with within the next year, it becomes Spike TV or Spike Network. And mm-hmm. the Jamie Kennedy experiment has really blown the fuck up uh, by, by this <laughs> point. So I would assume like something competitive in starting in October or pretty much your fall season like this they tried to run with this at that time and boy it did not pay off no this is garbage it's always mentioned in like the worst angles too and the crazy part is it was what four weeks that's it but it's still talked about today and they it was that infamous yeah yeah Yeah, it was four exactly it was a month long but it was that memorable and i would argue that that means it was good television i would say combined wise like of uh, all the like all monologues and videos and segments re- directly related to Katie Vick, I think is approximately equal to the time of this episode. <laughs> oh, over, over well, that we're at fo- 27 and three quarter minutes. So yeah, you're probably right. Uh, uh, approximately there. Yeah. Cause, cause yeah. I remember, cause then Bischoff introduced elimination chambers. Sean shows up and that's what they run mm-hmm. with in November and no yeah. mention anymore. And totally, and yeah. I think uh, on that note, let's not mention this anymore. Let's end this show for the love of God. Uh, Fuck yeah. it and bury it. Jeez. Wow, yeah. I'm gonna Jeez. close this out with a Guar song. <laughs> 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 All right, so uh, that means uh, wow, we've uh, reached the finish line. Uh, let us know what you think about this episode. Uh, if you remember this yeah, story, Kane reached the finish line oh, too. Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, uh, when you were watching this, what were your reactions and what do you think of it now? Uh, let us know on the social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, uh, wrestling underscore drunk. That means with Eddie, with Scott, I'm Adam. Just reminding you to please continue your safety protocols. Enjoy your buzz. Watch wrestling responsibly. Drink like nobody is watching, but drink safely for the love of god uh that's our show one two three see y'all peace and happiness forever who is this irresistible creature who has an insatiable love for the dead Yeah.
Thank you. Kill. Yeah. Yeah. 